a very special guest that you don't really hear much from. Um, his name is Aaron Vickeroy. Hey, Aaron. Hey. <laughs> and he's going to talk to you today about what it looks like to feed the hungry. Yeah, so we're going to talk about hunger in discipleship. A lot of times in discipleship, we classify people into two different groups. There's people that are really hungry for Jesus and people who don't really seem hungry for Jesus. And a lot of times, somebody who quote-unquote isn't hungry for Jesus are the people that in discipleship we just have a little bit of trouble with. Maybe they don't have a lot to say, they don't have a lot of questions, they don't have a lot of answers to our questions. And so we just like immediately put them into this category of, oh, you're not hungry. And the problem with that is we don't actually know how hungry for Jesus they are. We just know that we don't like the way that they function in DT. But what that does is it put all it puts all of kind of the focus on us and what we want out of them and what we want them to get and it takes the focus off of them and their specific relationship with Jesus. All right, so chapel, for you, what do you think it means for someone to be hungry? Well, in the context of discipleship, what it means for someone to be hungry is honestly just that they show up. Like I think that's where it starts that they have signed up for grow, that they have signed up for lead. They come to the Wednesday night services and they show up to your DT meetings. I think honestly that is that's what it means for them to be hungry. Yeah, for some people showing up is simply their expression of hunger. I think you're absolutely right. Um, we want them to want Jesus, right? Like that's not a bad thing in discipleship. But we get into trouble when we begin to characterize what that looks like when we begin to judge somebody's desire for jesus basic ba based on how they act how they don't act stuff like that and so when somebody shows up for dt what they're saying is i don't have to be here but i'm gonna choose to come anyways and that in and of itself means that they're hungry for something and the other day when we were talking about this chapel made a really good point that a lot of times when we see hunger in our DTs, that is not necessarily that they're hungry specifically for Jesus yet. They might be hungry for someone to talk to. They might be hungry for someone that wants to spend time with them each week. They might be hungry for a little bit of life advice or, or for someone to help them understand what's going on in their family. And so everybody shows up to DT hungry for something. And so as disciples, we have the opportunity to, to begin to take that hunger and to direct it towards Jesus. So Chapel, in your discipleship times, what are some things that you've seen people be hungry for? And how do you direct their hunger for those things towards Jesus? I think the, the first example that comes to mind is just someone who's hungry for a friend, who's hungry for someone to, um, to talk to them about, um, about their lives, about things that are going on, about things that they're struggling with, about things that are hard. Um, and so that's, that's the most common one that I've encountered. And the really cool thing about that is, um, is that in those times, like 
we as disciples are committed to that person. Like we are someone that they can talk to. We are someone that can um, give them godly advice or wisdom or whatever you want to call it. Um, and ultimately, the Lord cares about them so much more than we ever could. And so it's really cool to be able to care about them in a way that points them to the Lord, but also care about them in a way that the Lord cares about them. Um, and so whether um, your DT just wants a friend or someone to talk to, they're probably they're seeking that out because they may not have a huge community here or they may not have a huge Christian community here. Um, so either of those, it's really, really important to, yes, be their friend, yes, have, give them someone to talk to and, and be a friend to them, um, but even more importantly, to, to be a godly friend to them and to really... Um, invest in them and care about them like the Lord would and give them truth from scripture, give them encouragement from scripture, tell them who God, God thinks they are. And, and ultimately you're going to show them that, um, as much as you care about them, that there is a God who cares about them even more than you could ever could. Yeah. What about someone who comes to DT and what they're hungry for is attention or, or acceptance or something like that? How do you take that and direct it towards the Lord? Well, Aaron, the first thing that comes to mind um, is just the fact that the Lord sees them all the time. And so maybe um, when they are coming to you for attention and when they are coming to you for acceptance, they're usually going to push the things that they talk about to be the bigger things that they're dealing with just to see if you'll stick around, just to see if you'll care um, about their family issues or about bad decisions that they make. Um, and I think a really cool way to turn that back on the Lord is just to remind them that, hey, like, God is always with you. God never takes his eyes off of you. Like, God saw when this was happening. God saw when that was happening, and, and he wants to minister to you through that. So some of the things that your DTs are going to be hungry for is going to be really easy to know how, how to direct their hunger towards Jesus, but some of them, it's not going to be so clear. It's not going to be so obvious. Uh, but the, that's like our challenge as disciples is, is how do we take what each and every person is hungry for? Because we're all hungry for something, right? Um, it might be food. Like why did they come to DT? Because it's lunchtime. And if they meet with you, you'll take them to Chick-fil-A, right? Well, how do you take whatever they're hungry for, whether it's attention, whether it's acceptance, whether it's a friend, whether it's wisdom or guidance about life, and direct it towards Jesus. We don't have all the answers. We don't have like a step-by-step -step model that you can follow. That's like when you really have to depend on the Holy Spirit. And say, Holy Spirit, how can I help this per person engage with you in this desire, in this hunger that they have? In Psalm 103, it says that he satisfies all of our desires with good things. So that means no matter what your D DT wants, no matter what they're longing for in life, no matter what they're hungry for, he wants to satisfy that desire with himself. Now, now that's a process. It's not just as simple as you looking at them and being like, hey, uh, you want attention, you're kind of needy, uh, but you need Jesus. He's the one that wants to give you attention, not that boy that you hope flirts with you tonight, right? Like. That was a little bit real. That was a little bit raw. But we've all been in those moments where we look at the person that we're discipling and we're like, you just want attention from that guy or from that girl. And what you really are longing for is the acceptance of Jesus. And coming out and saying that probably isn't going to solve the problem. What it might be doing is 
freeing up your schedule because that person won't come to discipleship for the next couple weeks. Instead, what you want to do is you want to help them uncover the truths of what they want and what they desire. And then to give the Lord time to reveal those things to them, to give the Lord time to reveal who he wants to be for them in their life. And then you can step in and be like, hey, how does the Lord want to satisfy that desire you have? That desire for significance that you have. It's not going to be met by getting the best job you can and making as much money as you can and everybody thinking how cool you are. That desire for significance is only going to be found in you discovering your kingdom purpose, the calling that God has on your life. And so what we're talking about here is a process. It's going to happen over weeks and weeks and weeks of y'all talking about the things they want in life and, and how they're incorporating their relationship with Jesus into, into that kind of daily pursuit of those things. But the, the goal is to eventually always arrive at the place where Jesus is what satisfies us. Jesus is the thing where, where we go with our hunger to and then we get satisfied with him. Because ultimately, he's the only one that can satisfy our desires with good things. If we try to satisfy our desires with anything else in the world, we're just going to be left really, really dissatisfied. But he satisfies all of our desires with good things. And so we want to, um, as disciples, help direct the people that we disciple towards him. We, we, we don't want to just write somebody off and be like, oh, they're not hungry. They're hungry for something. They just don't know yet that what they're hungry for is Jesus or they don't know how to go to him with the things that they're hungry for. One thought I had when thinking about how um, how Jesus just so longs to fulfill our desires is just that the quickest way that we can show someone Jesus is by loving them really, really well. And so that doesn't mean coddling them, giving them the kind of attention that they just want because they want someone to care about them, but actually taking them and loving them um, to the place that they are going to see Jesus and loving them like Jesus loves them. And sometimes that'll look like you preparing for your needy DT or your DT who just wants a friend or whatever and just saying, Lord, like you have to come and you have to show me how to love this person through the words that I say and through the actions that I show them because that's the quickest way to you is by showing that person Jesus' love. Yeah, one of the things, just as a closing thought, about hunger in discipleship is part of our role as disciplers is to help bring out hunger in the people that we disciple. It's it's to inspire hunger. It's It's to multiply the hunger that they already have and to be honest it's just kind of lazy for us as disciplers to look at somebody that we meet with and be like oh they're not hungry and they don't want jesus and that's why discipleship stinks we want to be the kind of people that go into every one of our meetings taking ownership of what happens during that time and say I'm going to try to inspire this person to be hungry for Jesus. I'm going to try to inspire this person and encourage them and to model for them what it looks like to have a relationship with Jesus on a regular basis. And I can't control whether or not they're hungry. But I can do my part 
to, to try to help them become hungry. And so, uh, again, to go into that first idea that we started this conversation with about not classifying people as hungry or not hungry, it's better to classify them, or, or not even classify, but characterize them by what they're hungry for. And then to take that and to help direct that in a way that makes them hungry for Jesus. And then when you discover what they're hungry for and how to make them hungry for Jesus, then you do what you can to inspire and to encourage and to multiply that hunger within them. And you're going to find that as you look at people and see them for, for really the way God sees them, and the ways that he's created them and, and the ways that he's designed them to hunger and thirst after him, then you're actually going to be partnering with God and with that person rather than taking your own thoughts and your own opinions about them and boxing them in because of those. So I just want to encourage you just to, to always look for the hunger that people have and then ask God, how do I direct this towards you? And then to ask God, how do I encourage this person to become more and more hungry for you? Alrighty, y'all. Thanks for listening. I hope this has been helpful for you and your discipleships. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, absolutely anything, please feel free to contact us. You can email us um, or come by Wesley and find one of us. Thanks.